Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. صباح الخير. Good morning, dear listeners. You are listening to Radio 3CR on 855 AM and Palestine Remembered with Nasser Al-Mashni, Robert Martin and Yusuf Ahmed Al-Rimawi. Thanks for tuning in to Australia's only radio program that is totally dedicated to the Palestinian cause in English. I would like to welcome my listeners on AM Dial and those who will join me later on 3cr.org.au forward slash podcasts. In today's episode, we'll be talking to Dr. Sari Zananiri, an artist and academic, uh, also the curator and co-director of the Palestinian Film Festival will tell us about the festival as well as the flag raising, the Palestinian flag raising in the Federation Square next week. So stay with us and enjoy the episode. Sari, thanks for coming to the show. Thanks, Yusuf. Uh, sorry, <laughs> can I just say that I thought I was going to say thanks for coming. Anyway, sorry. Um, firstly, uh, congratulations on, on the film festival. This is the fourth one in Melbourne? Uh, yeah, it's been running, the film festival's been running for almost 10 years now, actually. Um, How long in Melbourne? Uh, but in Melbourne, this is, I think, the... Yeah, the fourth or the fifth year. Fantastic. So, Congratulations. Yeah, oh, wow. really exciting. And it, it, keep, it keeps growing. I know I've attended um, every one so far in Melbourne. So this year we've got a number of movies. Um, before we get onto the movies and talking about your picks and, and the ones for our uh, listeners to get uh, make sure they bookmark and get to, can you take us through the process of actually getting a Palestine Film Festival up and running? Yeah, look, I mean, it's obviously, um, I mean, we're a very small film fe- festival in the context of um, film festivals. Uh, we're completely volunteer run. And I think, you know, really when, when the film festival first started, um, it was started by Nasser Shakhtur, who's still the director um, of the film festival. But but essentially it was a means of kind of talking about politics in a slightly, um, or talking about Palestine in a slightly different way to... to um, that sort of lens through 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 the news or through through sort of um, politics to kind of cut through a lot of that sort of stuff and talk about culture. So it's a bit of our own brand, Palestine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you could argue that, and uh, you know, I mean, certainly, um, you know, the film festivals often used, um, you know, quite humorous films, uh, films that sort of engage with the arts a little bit more. Um, you know, but but essentially, um, you know, it's a sort of a film festival that was sort of attempting to kind of show Palestine in quite a different light. Brilliant. Now, um, attendance, what, what, what's it like? Uh, the demographics first and, you know, from, from uh, the growth over the past four and a half, five years. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I mean um, the Sydney, you know, the Sydney iteration of the festival um, sells out pretty much every year. 
Um, and it's got a very diverse audience. Obviously, there's a lot of Arabs that come, but also a lot of people who are interested in Palestine or people who are just interested in film full stop. Um, you know, in Melbourne, um, it's been a bit of a struggle over the last couple of years to sort of build up our audiences, but we're getting to this point now where, uh, you know, we've got a real following. There's quite mm-hmm. a lot of sort of loyal people who look out for the film festival each year. Um, we sold out about half of our um, films last year, which right. was sort of the first time that had happened in Melbourne. So that was that was really very exciting and... Yeah, it's been. So, I mean, uh, it's certainly been growing. Um, uh, we're going to ask you about the details of the festival later, but I, uh, from a purely artistic or uh, f- cinema perspective, uh, where do you rank the Palestinian film production in general among, let's say, the region, not uh, worldwide? Uh, I know that there are uh, people who will come to any Palestinian event in Sydney or Melbourne because they support the cause, but I want you to tell me about the artistic part of the story, not the not the, uh, the, the the Palestinian cause. Where do you see the uh, cinema production in Palestine? Yeah, look, I mean, cinema production in Palestine is, um, in some ways, it's quite fraught. You know, mm. it takes a lot of money to make a film. There's very little funding available. Um, and I think, you know, one of the things about Palestinian film is that it doesn't necessarily uh, sit directly within Palestine. So, you know, I mean, for instance, this year's... Um, Film that the uh, that the Jordanians uh, sent to the Oscars is actually a Palestinian film. Deeb. you know. Mm. So um, you know, I, I mean, I kind of think that there's this. Uh, I mean, I think really Palestinian film is kind of um, a great analogy for thinking about Palestinian culture. You know, when more than half of Palestinians live outside of historical Palestine, you know, I think um, I think it's sort of in some ways. Um, important to think about Palestine as having something that's broader than those borders and Palestinian culture as having something that's broader than those borders. And I think when you look at the history of Palestinian film in the last, say, 10 or 15 years as it's sort of grown, you know, we really sort of see this quite a lot of diasporic art um, filmmakers kind of um, making work. You know, films like um, Salt in the Sea really speaks to um, that sort of diasporic Palestinian wish to reconnect with Palestine and... and, Mm. and, um, you know, sort of reclaim a sort of a sense of Palestinianness, But I think particularly in the last couple of years, Palestinian culture is sort of... I mean, even when you look at something like, say, uh, the Kalandia International, which is a biennial arts event, um, you know, uh, initially that started as um, a group of arts organisations who were based in historical Palestine who wanted to create a sort of a large-scale art event. So that kind of, you know, sat across a number of borders from the West Bank to Jerusalem to 48 to Gaza... This year that's expanded even further so that, you know, um, this year's edition had exhibitions in Lebanon, in Jordan, in London. You know, there was talk of actually having some exhibitions here in Australia as well as part of that. So, I I mean, I think there's a certain internationalism about Palestinian culture which makes it particularly interesting. Uh, Sari, I think uh, this takes us to uh, the similarity between cinema and uh, novels is that they both uh, take the readers and uh, viewers uh, inside the Palestinian homes and they share what else around the story, not just the story itself. And I want you to elaborate on this point, uh, Sari. Now, we know that the Palestinian novelists uh, have been uh, on the front uh, rank among the Arab novelists. We have Rabbi Madhoun winning uh, the best uh, Arab uh, fiction uh, prize for the concert, uh, concerto of uh, the Holocaust and the Nakba. And also um, in year 2000, there was a list of the top 100 Arab 
novels in the 20th century and the Palestinian novelist Jabra Ibrahim Jabra was ranked second on the list with his novel Al-Bahth an Walid Mas'ud in search of Walid Mas'ud. So I guess my question, uh, does the Palestinian cinema production enjoy the same reputation of Palestinian novels in the Arab world? Um, look, I mean, I think these questions are very subjective. Um, and at the risk of sounding like a, um, a Palestinian chauvinist, I mean, I'd have to say I, I, I think Palestinian cinema is amazing. Well, mm. that's, um, yeah, that's the right answer on this show. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Especially with uh, Robert <laughs> and Nasser next to you. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But quickly, sorry, last year, and, and taking on Yusuf's point, last year there were, I watched, uh, I can't remember, three or four movies, but two that stood out in my mind was The Idol, the, you know, the story about Mohammed Asaf. Uh, the Arab Idol winner from Gaza, and 18 Palestinian cows. And um, two very different movies, you know, very differently shot. One of them was an anime and the other one was, you know, uh, really a heartwarming story. But Yusuf's talking about the production values. When you consider Palestinians under occupation without the the sort of funding that's available to um, uh, movie makers in the West, uh, crowdfunding, etc., I mean, the production values are, are really amazing, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think, you know, um, I think Palestinian filmmakers are really good at doing a lot with very little. You know, um, one of the other films that was on last year was called Love Theft and Other Entanglements, and that was made by a... Um, it was a debut film by two brothers who actually mortgaged their house to make that film. So, you know, and it was an... I don't know if you saw that one, but it was a really uh, phenomenal film. It sort of talked about neoliberalism in Palestine. It talked about how Palestinians are kind of caught between the PA and and the Israelis. You know, I mean, there were some really interesting politics sort of running through that, but it was also very humorous. And it was essentially about a Palestinian who was trying to sort of escape from Palestine and get to the West. So there was this sort of thread of dark humour which pervaded the the whole circumstance that, you know, that Palestinians kind of live within. You know, so I, I, I sort of think that there are these sort of amazing abilities to sort of tell these stories without having to speak directly to the politics of what's actually going on. For someone that's a film festival novice, is there criteria that they have to meet or is it just any any particular videos that they want to put on or movies that they want to put on? Um, look, I mean, in the context of the film festival, obviously um, we try and show the most recent films. Um, and, you know, that varies from year to year. Like last year there were some really great humorous films, you know, like comedy was a really big thing through uh, running through um, through the films that we showed. Mm. This year there's less in the way of sort of comedic work, but actually there's some really interesting shorts and things like that that are going on. There's a lot of artists because there's quite a quite a bleed between art, um, art practice and filmmaking in Palestine as well. Um, and, you know, there's quite a few sort of um, artists who've made films who have featured in this um, in this, this year's sort of edition. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. We are going to continue the interview, but we're going to take a, a little break, a song, and when we are back, we'll continue, uh, continue our interview with Dr. Sari Zenaniri, artist and academic, the curator of uh, uh, the Palestinian Film Festival, the Coming Up event and uh, a member of our Palestinian community in Melbourne, so stay with us. Thank you. 
song um now sorry before i'm going to get you to tell us about the band in a second but i just want to remind our listeners that they can listen to us at 3cr.org.au or 855 on the am radio so 3cr community radio sorry can you tell us a little bit about that band you yeah that was, that song was called baji Winnick and it's um it's by a band called apo and the apostles which is a palestinian band and they they're quite an interesting sort of grouping they tend to sing songs um in Arabic, English, as well as Armenian. Uh, wow. And they sort of, yeah, they really sort of play with that sort of sense of Palestinian plurality. And there's an Australian connection as well. Yeah, yeah, one of them is a Palestinian-Australian from Canberra. Fantastic. I have to admit that this is the first time I've heard of them. Just a really great choice of song. Thank right. you. Now, um, sorry, we're, we're going to get on to the nitty-gritty of the Palestine Film Festival. It's on Friday the 25th to Sunday the 27th. There's a number of different movies. Opening night, tell us about opening night. Yeah, so opening night is um, May Masri's 3,000 Nights. And, um, I mean, that's a really great film. It's actually been um, nominated for the Best Foreign Language Film for the Oscars. Um, It was Jordan's submission, um, as I mentioned earlier. And it's the story of a woman who who finds herself in an Israeli prison... um, but also realizes that she's pregnant after she's um, after she's been put in jail. So a lot of the story is kind of unfolding around um, what it means to be having a child in prison, um, as well as uh, sort of navigating her way through that sort of Israeli prison system. So there's sort of some very sort of fraught interactions uh, between her and the you know the Israeli security guards. 
um, and, and, and eventually things culminate in a, uh, a prisoner strike. So okay. it's quite a powerful film. Well, um, it, sound, it sounds great. I'll be there, so um, for our listeners who are listening to, on 855 AM, they can come along and meet Robert and Yusuf, myself and Sari, because we'll all be there. Um, and last year I, I, I spoke about the 18 Palestinian Cows, which was an anime and a really, um, a really fantastic soft sell of Palestine. Is, is there anything in that sort of space, that sort of genre, a bit comedic, but w- w- whilst telling the story? Yeah, look, there haven't been a, a huge amount of funny films made in Palestine in the last year. Possibly that's sort of a result of the political situation. <laughs> but, um, but you know, there is Villa Tuma, which I think is a really great film. Um, you know, again, it's about, it's about these three women who are a bit older. They're sort of Palestinian bourgeoisie and their young niece kind of comes to live with them and just sort of completely upsets this world that they've sort of sealed themselves in. So it's sort of a lot of sort of um, play back and forth between that sort of sense of isolating oneself in a world that no longer exists and, and the realities of sort of life. But again, that's a really heartwarming film, and and it's actually being paired with um, with another really great short called um, A Sketch of Manners by Jumana Mana, who's a, a, an artist, and that film is actually about the last costume ball that was um, ever held in Jerusalem before before the creation of Israel. And wow. so that's a really we have room for one last question about the film festival before we move on to our two topics. So okay. any okay. other any last question? We just need to find out how to buy tickets. So. Yep. Sorry, um, that all sounds very exciting. I'm sure our listeners can't wait to attend. Can you tell us how they might uh, get there, where they should go, and how they can buy tickets? I certainly can. So you can um, buy tickets via the um, Palestinian Film Festival website. So it's palestinianfilmfestival.com.au. And that has tickets uh, not just for the Melbourne season, but actually for um, the seasons that are happening up in Sydney, Perth and Adelaide as well. So Palestinian Film Festival, Festival. au, and they can buy tickets there nationally as well as Melbourne, Friday the 25th to Sunday the 27th. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic, Sari. Thank you. We're going to come back to you, uh, Sari, uh, about the event uh, next uh, Tuesday, the Flying the Palestinian Flag, which is I'm really excited about. But before that, I want to ask Nasser and Robert about uh, last, Saturday, uh, last Sunday's event, the Run for Palestine. Uh, you guys were there? Yeah, we were there. We had a, a great day. Six hundred and fifty people. Uh, Congratulations! Melbourne turned, yeah, Melbourne turned on so far. It's our biggest biggest turnout so far. Mm. Um, and um, uh, six hundred and fifty people. I for those know. who don't know the who haven't uh, heard our uh, introduction about this project, what is this about? Is it a fundraising uh, uh, event? Yes, yeah, so it's it's our fifth run for Palestine, mm-hmm. um, and it, it was started five years ago um, post uh, one of the Gaza. Demolitions that Israel occasionally undertakes, and uh, in the first instance, it was to raise awareness about Palestine and the legitim- legitimacy of the Palestinian question in Australia, but also give an opportunity for uh, Melbourne's Palestinian community and its um, supporters to come out in 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 a in an action that a raised awareness around Palestine, but b gave us an opportunity to raise money. And this year, really excitingly, our best year ever, we raised fifty one thousand dollars. So. Uh, a really stupendous yeah. Uh, Robert, you wanted to add something about uh, participating? Oh, I just wanted to say I've been to the last few and it's getting bigger and bigger uh, and it's a really, really good opportunity for everyone to get together and the weather was perfect and the fact that they've raised this amount of money is just fantastic, just a wonderful, wonderful thing. Did you actually run? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, look, I looked like I was going to walk. I, had my I wouldn't kids. have done that anyway. I had my kids and we walked a little bit and look, we sort of cut through and, but I had a good day, so it was really good. 
He, he cheated yourself. I, I, I did run. And, you did? Uh, I saw the picture. So uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get to the timekeeper and make myself win, but mm. <laughs> I, I did run. Well, congratulations, guys. And uh, also credit goes to the organizers, the Olive Kids, and uh, the uh, many, many members uh, of the Palestinian community and pro-Palestine uh, solidarity activists uh, who put so much effort and time in making it happen for the... We have to give a, a very special mention to uh, Sonia Karkar, who's um, uh, you know co-founder of Australians for Palestine and whose energy and... Um, effort for Palestine is without, without power in Australia. So thank, a big special thank you to Sonia Kaka. Absolutely. Now, uh, I guess, uh, Sari, there is another uh, event uh, next week on the 15th uh, of uh, November. Uh, do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, yeah. So we're actually raising the Palestinian flag uh, at Federation Square. Um, and that is uh, for Palestine National Day. Excellent. The 15th uh, of November uh, resembles the uh, day uh, of statehood when it was proclaimed in Algeria uh, mm, in back 1988. In 1988. And uh, the idea of having a Palestine flag in the Federation Square is really amazing. So uh, I'm really looking forward to going there. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's going to be a really great event. Um, you know, we're going to start off at 5.30 um, mm. with um, a few speeches and... Uh, uh, you know, the raising of the flag. And then after that, it's actually going to be just a really fun community market, you know. Mm. So we're happening to have this really sort of, uh, this great vibe going on down there. There's going to be music, there's going to be dancing, there's going to be some performers doing some stuff, there's going to be a range of, like, Palestinian fair trade goods, mm. photo booths where you can kind of dress up, dress up in Palestinian costume. Uh, you know, I think there's someone who's going to be doing some henna tattooing as well if people sort of want some... Some of that sort of done. So it's going to be a very sort of social event, I think. And um, as far as I'm aware, probably a first in Australia. I was going to say, I mean, it's a huge, huge thing. Um, I mean, I've had, I've told a few people about it and they're really excited. I mean, I thought you'd expect millions <laughs> to come out and see this. But mm. it's a uh, congratulations. Very, very well, exciting. It is, it is, in fact, the first time the Palestinian flag's been raised in an official capacity. Um, and, and to give people an idea, Number, there's eight flagpoles and we've got eight flags and on Monday at midnight they'll raise seven of them and at 5.30 when, we're, um, when our ambassador is uh, present he'll raise the, um, uh, a couple of children in fact, is that right? Sorry, we'll, we'll raise the, the eighth flag at 5.30. That's amazing. This is unprecedented uh, to see Palestinian flag in uh, an important and the vibrant heart of the city of Melbourne. And uh, I know that this flag, uh, as much as it means so much to us, the Palestinians, is also is a, a bad news to a lot of anti-Palestinian or those who don't acknowledge the rights of the Palestinian nation. So well done. Can, can I ask how it came about for people that may not know? Mm. So um, a big shout-out to Jessica Morrison, who's our executive officer. Well done, for, Jessica. For, for, well done. For Again, she is yeah. just... Superstar. Super. Yeah. She, she was actually in the city and saw the Israeli flags up mm. and then wrote to Federation Square and said, you know, it would just be proper to have the Palestinian flags. And um, to their credit slash naivety, we're not quite sure yet, but... Um, I would like to yes. say credit. <laughs> to their credit. So we'll, we'll, wait for, um, we'll wait for the backlash. I mean, certainly we're still dealing with the repercussions of... Um, the city of Melbourne allowing a run for Palestine. So every year um, we get a list of uh, comments and uh, concerns that the, uh, the people of the city of Melbourne have to deal with. But um, look, Palestine's becoming more and more mainstream, so we should have a day. What, what sort of things do you have to deal with? What sort, what sort of complaints do you hear? I mean, because to me it's absurd. Mm. What, what do you need to deal with? So the, 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 um, 
what what inevitably or invariably becomes the the, the standard line from from Zionists is um, the city of Melbourne is condoning Palestinian terrorism. You know, there's no such thing as the state of Palestine. How can you allow this to happen? Um, you know what they do to children. I mean, they they just roll out all of the really horrible talking points, uh, delegitimizing us as a people, um, Palestinian activism or solidarity as a, as anti-Semitism. I mean, it's it's really horrible and violent stuff. And look, I, I should say to the very great credit of the city of Melbourne, they've you know just really been all of that stuff now. Well, they've done the right thing. I mean, that's something they should do. I mean, I'm surprised that you even think that they shouldn't. I mean, I know that you think they should, uh, but it's something that they have to do. It's about equality and being equal. Uh, Sarah, do you want to remind us of the date and uh, the, the exact time of the event? Yeah, so the event starts at 5.30 and the community market will be happening from 6pm uh, through till 9pm. And that's on Tuesday, the uh, 15th of November. So come down, grab some food. Enjoy the vibes. And actually, look, the flag of the, Pal- the, the Palestinian flag, uh, apart from its symbolic uh, value, uh, this is the flag that the prisoners keep hold uh, to in their prison cells. This is the flag uh, the martyrs are wrapped uh, when, before they are buried. Uh, this is the flag the family members of uh, the martyrs and the injured and the prisoners who would uh, just keep with them on in every visit uh, to uh, to their relatives and this is the flag of uh, those who took part in the grand revolution in the 36 and in the 48 and I don't want to name events where we, where Palestinians take to to street uh, and and this is the same flag that is in the heart and minds of those who kept this struggle alive and those who kept the cause uh, alive. So it's much bigger than the four colors. Absolutely. And and in fact, as you know, Yusuf, the Palestinian flag is in fact a, a calling card for all oppressed people. You know, we, we share in the, 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 the pain and suffering of other indigenous people ethnically cleansed from their lands. And, and the Palestinian flag and the kafir has, hmm. you know, been a symbol of revolution and resistance for all oppressed Absolutely, and I've seen it uh, in Europe. I've seen it in uh, all around the world. It's much bigger than Palestine. It's the representation of the uh, those who suffer of injustice. Uh, yeah, the struggle all against the world. injustice, absolutely. And you can see flags in in the three CR studios too, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, one last note on the flag. I remember when the Palestinian football team uh, came to Australia in yeah, January wow, yeah, 2015. Yeah. I, I I myself uh, was in this stadium and I had the honor of being the interpreter of the actual team and all of the players and the coach and the media were talking about the moment, that moment when the Palestinian flag was raised in Canberra, Sydney and Melbourne just a few days after the official government of Australia voted against the Palestinian state in the United United Nations. So it was such a brilliant, uh, uh, it was one of the moments of contrast, but with great happiness to us Palestinians to see it here in Australia. I wish everyone could see the eyes in you guys right now. Mm. It's just, it's it's beautiful. I really want to thank you, Dr. Sari Zananiri, for coming and speaking to us in the studio. And uh, I wish you all the best in the upcoming event, the film festival and the Palestinian flag uh, raising. Ah, thanks for having me, Yusuf. Thank you.
Uh, we have come to the end of uh, this week's episode of Palestine uh, Remembered and uh, we spoke uh, with uh, Dr. Uh, Sari Zananiri, artist and academic and the curator and co-director of the Palestinian Film Festival told us about the festival and the upcoming event of the Palestinian flag raising next Tuesday in the Federation Square <laughs> And until the end of uh, the episode, I'll leave you with Hilwa Ya Baladi, an Egyptian song uh, initially by Dalida, but it is uh, sung this time by Lina Salibi. And until we meet next Tuesday, have a great time. Next Saturday, actually. Have a great time. And salam. حلوة وغنوتي حلوة يا بلدي فين حبيب القلب يا بلدي